1: Welcome to Montana's Peer Network Recovery Talks Podcast. I'm Jim Hattie, Executive Director.
0: And I'm Andy Daniel, Social Media Coordinator.
1: Thanks so much for tuning in once again. Another podcast. Uh, I always look forward to these, Andy.
0: Oh yeah, these are always fun to do. We we actually talk quite a bit about the stuff that we're, that's going on. So We do. A lot of planning goes into doing these uh, work ahead of time
1: and kind of warm up beforehand and this this uh, podcast we're going to be talking about uh, technology recovery supports right so yeah yeah, things we use in our recovery technology based um, and this is a this is a big subject Um, once you know like I use some of these in mine and we teach this and you know some of the
0: trainings but when you really start uh, researching it and trying to find like new cool stuff, you're like, "Wow, there's even more than I realized." Yeah, and there's new stuff all the time. Mm. If you just run yeah. a search, you could run a search every day and find new stuff. Yeah, a-
1: absolutely, absolutely. In the, uh, you know, in my own uh, my own recovery, uh, I like. There's some that I really like, and then there's some that I'm familiar with just do work. And I have a, a tablet here in the office where I try out some of the apps, where I actually download them, and then I can kind of mess with them. And then uh, that was actually how I found um, some of the ones that I have on my own phone. Um, <clears throat> and so, yeah, so that's going to be the subject, and we're going to be talking about those, and... The G recovery supports and, and i want to say this too i i notice so when i teach peer support 101 um sometimes i i when i we get to that section and i start talking about it i get blank stares in the room, <laughs> <laughs> and then other times when i get to that subject people are like oh and it's really interesting um how some people are really into it and then other people um either not into it or have never just been exposed to
0: it. Yeah, and uh, it, that's hard for me to grasp. I am a really, I'm a techie kind of person. And so I'm always looking at new stuff uh, to do on my phone or you know, yeah. on the web or whatever. And so I, I'm surprised when people aren't using like their smartphone to to the best advantage. Right.
1: Exactly. And, and I, so I I say this in the training and I, uh, so when I first got into recovery, it was 1994. We didn't have smartphones, (laughs) right? And so, so I went to the local library and I would check out books and I would spend hours there skimming through books. And, you know, I mean, I read everything on, you know, mental health and, um, suicide and uh, you know substance use and I, I read a lot of biographies from you know autobiographies of famous people who were in recovery yep. and but that was the way that I did it right was and now we have access to all of that and more
0: in our pocket or our purse like it's all on your phone now
1: Right. <laughs> He, he, right? And, and like, I mean, I had to take out inner library loans <laughs> to get books from other libraries, right? Because you'd read a book yeah. and would reference something else. And so I'd have to go to the desk and fill out a card. And then they'd say, okay, in two weeks or three weeks, the book will come in and we'll call you. And, and I think, oh my gosh, like I can just in two seconds type it in and boom, there it is. Yeah, and, you and if know, you
0: don't like, have a local library or you've a really small one you're not going to have that wealth of information that's out there right
1: exactly so the question then becomes for me is so you know when i see the blank stairs in the class (laughs) so where are those folks going to get their latest information on what's available right because if you're in a small town you probably don't have access to it and if you're not using technology, then how do you know what the latest is? Information, research, support, treatment, all these things.
0: Right. Yeah, that that's a really good point. Um,
1: I, I don't know what the answer is. You no. Because so when we do the training, I just sort of jump
0: into sharing, you know, this is what this app looks like and, you know, and try to help people you know see for themselves like well we already use apps for all these other things so why can't we use them for recovery and the truth is we can oh yeah absolutely
1: yeah um one of my favorite apps is called my three like my the number three and i have this on my own phone um and it is, uh, for people who might be suicidal or might have ideation or self harming or, um, and, and I just, I don't know, like, I really like this app and, uh, you know, you put in three people that you could call, um, if you were feeling like you were going to harm yourself, but there's far more to it than that. When you go to the home, uh, the page you can um, create what they call a safety plan which is not your traditional safety plan because uh, I've had to do that before when I was sick you know in a treatment facility make a safety plan and you know but this is like way beyond that and so right in your phone you put in there your warning signs and you just you type them right in uh, you put in your coping strategies for the warning signs you put in uh, my distractions like what's going to distract me, right? Uh, my network—that's the people, my natural supports. How am I going to keep myself safe? You put that in, and then the last one is my reasons to live. It's like a letter to yourself, and um, it's cool because you can then you can email it to yourself or to someone else, so they have copies or whatever. It's in your phone. It's available, um, and it's free which is awesome. The app costs you nothing. Uh, It's available on Apple and Android. And you just download it, and then, you know, you have to really think about, when you fill out the safety plan part, all those six categories, you have to kind of think about, you know, what do I really want to say to myself and, you know, what really does distract me, those kinds of things. But uh, I just think it's a great app, and I highly recommend it to anybody who's... uh, ideation or self-harming, those kinds of thoughts. I mean, I'm one of those people, and so I, you know, like this app, use this app, and um, love sharing it with people. Um, Anyway, that's one of my favorites. How about for you, Andy?
0: Well, just to sort of go on that, on your example, there's another app called Calm Harm, and um, it's it's specifically for people who have self-harming behaviors, and it has distract, comfort, express yourself, release, and you do the activities in blocks of either five minutes or fifteen minutes, you know, and it counts you. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna focus on this for five minutes, um, and then you have the option to do another one. You know, and it provides different ways of release that are not self-injury, um, that kind of thing. So that's sort of um, along the same lines. Um, and that one uses um, dialectic behavior therapy principles that oh, are, are nice. pretty, you know,
1: yeah, pretty well popular. Known and yeah. and well-known, very effective, yeah, DBT, for, yep. sure. for sure. That's pretty cool, but it has a timer on it. So yeah. It- the distraction for a timer, that's nice. That's really good.
0: It's one of those, you know, sometimes you just have to get through the next five minutes or the next exactly. 15 minutes, and so, yeah.
1: Yep, yep. I remember, you know, when I, was, when I was really sick, I mean, sometimes it was like I would look at my watch, it was like, how am I going to get through the next minute? Right. You know, and like you have to break it down, I had to break it down to that small, like, okay what am i
0: going to do for the next minute you know uh and then you get the minute and okay next minute and yeah that's great that's a good one um uh so i i wanted to share um also uh about online support groups yeah so um
1: there's a uh Depression, it's called the Depression Bipolar Support Alliance, which is a big organization out of Chicago, uh, um, dbsa.org is the website, we go there, and they have tons and tons of information on depression and bipolar, they have online support groups, um, and so one of the things I know, you know, as I travel around Montana, this is an issue where people go, well, I'm in so-and-so small town in, you know, wherever, Montana, and we don't have any support groups. And it's like, okay, do you have a phone? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And it's like, okay, you know that you can download this onto your phone. You can access this through a website. And so there's, like, two things that with this it's really cool. So uh, DVSA, Depression Bipolar Support Alliance, they would now run their support groups through a platform called support group central and support group central I've known about for a number of years and lots of companies run their support groups through them, right? So DBSA still runs the support group, but they're using this platform and the cool thing about support group central is you, you have to register with support group central in order to access the support groups. And in doing that, you have to provide uh, contact information for, um, a natural support in your life. Oh, I've never seen that before on online support groups. That was the first time I ever saw it with support group central and they verify it.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like, you know, I would put down, you know, my wife in case, something happens i'm in a support group and the facilitator is like oh i don't know
1: jim's in montana you know how do i find jim because jim just disconnected you know right right and so they would have contact information that you know the facilitator can contact support group central they contact would be my case my wife to say is jim okay he was in this group and you know whatever said some things or wasn't doing well or you know uh is he okay and I, I think that's a pretty cool um uh selling point or um what do you call it um, an advantage to going through a class first um, just going through a, a, a website might just have a support group because you really have no way to contact people if you're the facilitator people can just right. you know, on and off right so anyway, the D- Depression Bipolar Support Alliance has a support group on here. And so when I click on this, they have meetings. I mean, I'm looking at the calendar. They have meetings literally every single day. There's at least one support group and they have different. I'm noticing there's different facilitators. So it looks like they might rotate, you know, men and women, um, but every single day. And they look like they're at different times. So I'm looking at it, and I see 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 11 a.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 11 a.m. So they must be the three times they offer groups, and they just rotate. And so even if you're in small-town Montana, there's no reason you can't jump on here what? and do a support group.
0: Yeah, um, and one of the, the support group websites that I found just recently is... Uh, Inspire.com And I found it because uh, Mental Health America uh, The National Mental Health America uh, Runs their Support group through um, Inspire And um, the the really Cool thing about Inspire is that it's not Just mental health It's all kinds Of health conditions um, That you can um, That you can join a Support group for Uh, just tons of stuff so i mean everybody should be able to find something that fits what they're looking for help with
1: right so it's i see it's inspire.com
0: yeah inspire.com
1: and then you put in i see they have lung cancer tumor yeah breast cancer prostate cancer psoriasis yeah wow
0: and the and the communities are broken down, um, even in the mental health area. Um, they're broken down into specific uh, disorders. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's just it, they've got a lot of good stuff in there. Nice, very nice. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's really amazing um, how much is available. And the and the thing is, is a lot of these. Get started, I know with the apps in particular, a lot of the apps are actually created by people in recovery. Yeah. Um, they, they
1: develop them, right?
0: Yeah. In fact, Alliance for Youth um, here in Montana created an app, a Let's Talk app, that yeah. is really focused on um, teens. Uh being able to connect with other teens who have been through the same uh, kinds of things. So they talk about mental health, substance abuse, school success. Um, there's some parenting support, some stuff on child abuse and trauma, and then um, some crime uh, information as well. Uh, so it's it's really cool to see something that was developed uh, here in Montana. They're they're connected to great. or Cascade County, I guess, um, youth organizations. So
1: So that's where it was actually created. Yes. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, as we're we're talking here, uh, you know, even something as simple as texting uh, 741-741 to the suicide prevention line, and we've talked about that on a previous Uh, podcast but that's using technology that you can receive support that way and young people in particular like to text and they're more comfortable with texting and so even something as simple as that you're still utilizing technology and we've got to get that number into people's hands into their phones to let them know that these things um, are available uh, apps, websites, texting, online support groups, and I don't, today we're not even going to even talk about right like YouTube, right? And the millions and millions of videos that are available around recovery uh, on YouTube. Um, I, mean, I know we have fifty some, sixty some videos alone, let alone uh, across the entire world. Um, I came across in my research, I want to touch on this, um, so uh, NIH or NIMH is what they used to be known as, National Institute of Mental Health. Um, they receive a lot of federal funding for huge projects. Um, they actually have quite a bit of information um, about technology and uh, mental health treatment and specifically, but really it's about behavioral health as you kind of read more about it. And they they have a really cool thing on here. And they talk about the pros and cons of these apps that we're talking about. And so um, the, the pros are obviously convenience. Your phone is with you all the time. So it can be 3 o'clock in the morning, and you can still get support. Or it can be 6 a.m., and you can meditate, right? Yep. Um, anonymity. You know what I mean? People are on an app or a group and people don't necessarily know who you are. Um, they say it's a good, technology is a good first step for people um, who might not want to walk into a mental health center or ask for help. It might be a good place to start. Um, low cost, um, that, uh, you know, most are free, and if they're not free, they're extremely inexpensive. Um, that the pros also, it goes on to say, a uh, service can reach more people. So, again, you know, in small areas, um, interest. So, um, younger people might be more interested in finding out information, say, uh, about, you know, a new diagnosis or something. They might go, prefer to go online and learn. It's available all the time, uh, it's consistent. The information is there, it's built in, it's not a person who might forget to tell you certain things. um, And that it provides a lot of support to help reinforce skills people might be learning in person, in a counseling session, in a peer support meeting, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I think um, it sort of touched on this consistency. I think uh, for the people who move a lot or... When you're in rural areas in Montana, a lot of times you only have a therapist for a couple of years, and then they move on because they get,
1: yeah. you know,
0: they get um, their student loans paid off if they work in Montana for a certain <laughs> amount of time, right? And then when they're done, they go somewhere else, and so... That, that never happened. <laughs> Nobody ever does that, you know, So, um, so if you have that connection to the online support group, even though the people may change from time to time, yeah. there is a consistency there. You're, you know, right. you're connected with um, that group of people, and and you don't lose that. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, so totally. I mean, that happens a lot, right? Provided. Yeah coming in, they're going to school, they're getting their hours, you know, they're paying off their loans, and then once they do that, they go out on their own, and so, yeah, that's a really good point, really good point. Um, the, the cons that they list to technology support um, is that, the, one, the first one is the effectiveness. Uh, the concern with technology interventions is obtaining scientific evidence that they work um, as well as traditional methods, right? Yeah. Like, like, I don't know, we look up all kinds of other ailments online, and that's perfectly fine, but how do I do this or do that? I don't know, somehow when it gets to behavioral health, we're like, <laughs> hmm, that app seems fishy to me. you know, like, I can fix my car, okay? Right. But, you know, right, like, um, uh, uh, for whom or for what, another concern is understanding if apps will work for all people with all mental health conditions. Like, level of understanding, do you understand what it's saying? Are you going to, right? Privacy is an issue. Obviously, how do the makers guarantee privacy if people are putting in personal information into an app? Uh, regulation, so. There is no regulation of apps and right, so yeah. like, it's like self-governing. Um, and then the last one, they have overselling. There's concern that an app or a program might promise to deliver something and then and then not, and it could turn people away from even traditional uh, treatment methods.
0: So I'm just not uh, sure that those are any different than non-technology I know, things. I know, so. I know.
1: To me it's sort of like the, the non technology believers that the flip phone people, you know, <laughs> are still like, you know, I don't know about them smartphones, Right. that's you know, gonna catch on, you know. So yeah, I mean I I really I really think that, you know, we live in Montana, this is a giant state and there are so many small communities and we really need to begin to embrace technology. Um and going beyond apps and websites um you know telepsychiatry tell, do yeah. the med, yep. right? like seeing seeing your provider via a video screen where
0: you don't have to drive long distances to go there you could do it i mean why can't we why can't
1: we embrace that and utilize that um
0: yeah, there's, you know, I'm, I'm taking a class right now with, with someone who was my therapist years and years ago, who's doing this online class and we're all over the country and yeah. you know, we're doing therapy sort of work with each other, um, okay. Okay. like that. And we can stay connected to each other once this class is over and, you know, still work through some of this stuff and, right. um, it just, it brings so many more options to exactly. us. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I think it's just, um, to me, it's just, this is, this is going to be the future. And I think for not
1: just behavioral health issues, but, um, you know, uh, a lot of ailments that we have, and we, we go to see a, a physician or a physician's assistant. Now it seems like a few more of those. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think a lot of it can be done via technology Um, and I'm not sure, you know, in some small towns just hasn't quite caught on or hasn't reached and I think the technology is getting better and better, Um, heck, we're here doing a podcast, (laughs) you know, right, I mean, we're delivering information via the use of technology, we're putting it out there and I say this all the time with our podcast, right? I mean, it doesn't cost us anything to do this, but the, the benefit in putting that out to the world is anyone can listen to it any time.
0: Right, and the more we talk about this stuff and get it out there in the open, the less stigma there is, um, and then, you know, and then people, other people start to talk about it when they feel like it's safe to have this conversation because we're talking about it where everybody can listen
1: exactly exactly and so i mean i i just think that um again i mean i think we need to just keep on embracing it and, and at montana spirit network and andy i mean you know you, you head up all our social media and, uh you do a fantastic job but i think about the volume of information that we put out there education the latest and greatest what what's this bill doing now uh, when is this going to go into effect? Um, how do I get certified as a peer supporter? Where do I find this form? Or all of that. We're using technology. Yeah,
0: right? being being able to track that stuff as it happens, specifically the legislative stuff, to be able, you know, to see what's happening from minute to minute, um, cool. is is an amazing thing that you know, is just recently been developed in Montana, so. Right, right. Yeah, like if you're tracking, like, you know, this last session, I mean, some bills, what's
1: happening. So if, if one of us staff or members, if we're there at a committee, we actually tell you before it's updated on the legislative site. And there were many times a session where we put out information that was actually not up yet on the legislatures on the website
0: yeah and, being able uh, to get ahead out ahead of right. that stuff right and really able to do that
1: because we're using technology ourselves yeah. right yeah and, and that we're embracing that and saying okay we're going to use social media we're going to blast this information out there boom it, you know and we can instantly get it out i mean uh the, like the five good minutes you know i mean i can sit down and record that and send it over to you and boom it's up and instantly you know our membership can learn the latest information um i don't know i don't know what we would do as a statewide peer network if we didn't weren't able to use technology and we weren't able to do it for free right right i think about again going back to if this is the mid 90s or the mid 80s or whatever i'm having to pay to put that in the local newspaper, or print it out and mail it to everybody, or,
0: or even make right? a phone call,
1: <laughs> or phone calls or whatever, right? Like, I mean, all of it. I mean, it's technology has changed everything that we do, and it's instantaneous, and we can put information out. And um, gosh, I mean, what we have—Twitter and Facebook, and you know, our, our website—we're constantly tweaking it and updating it, and putting new stuff out there, trying to centralize the information the best we can for, for members. Um, and, and, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, isn't
0: it? It, it is, and, you know, I, I, you hear a lot about how people think that, you know, we're not connecting with other people because we're on our computers all the time, and, and in some respects that's probably true because uh, connecting with people in person is, has a different dynamic than uh, online, but I think it opens us up to connecting with lots of different people uh, that we wouldn't get to meet in real life, right? So, um, so I think that you know it goes both ways. On that, um, you can use it to completely isolate yourself from. You know, human interaction. Right. Or you can add it to your connections with people in real life and, you know, build a better network of support and, and right. find information.
1: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, um, as we were just talking there, I was thinking about uh, uh, just the, the, what's at our fingertips is like the whole world. And what you were saying about accessing people we wouldn't normally be able to access or get in touch with or see, or see their YouTube videos or whatever, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's really the whole world. And I, I know for me, it, with the technology thing, it's just about using it. I just need to start using it, and then I get comfortable with it, and then it just becomes part of what I do. I mean... My recovery apps on my phone are no different than the other apps I have on my phone, right? They're right. Just, they're just, you know, I
0: mean, and I, when I need them, then I can use them, but they're all right there in one place. And the uh, ones that are, like, the, the journaling apps or, you know, some of the game-like apps, you can set up to remind you that, you know, at 8 o'clock every night, you should write something in your journal or when yep. to take your medications or, you know, there's just so many things that yep. can help organize your life that that takes something off your your mind, right? I don't have to think about, yep. oh, when do I have to take my medication next? Oh, did I take the, you know, that kind of yep. thing. It, it sort of frees you up um, to focus on other things. Agreed. Agreed. So if you're listening, hopefully you
1: picked pick up some new technology apps and uh maybe we've triggered something, maybe you've gone to visit some of these uh websites or just type in technology recovery supports or recovery apps or recovery websites. I mean you can type in any any grouping of words along those lines and you're gonna get tons of, of stuff. And uh I think it's just about experimenting and trying.
0: Yeah, I've tried a lot of things and I mean this kinda goes back to a couple months ago we were talking about wellness tools and what works for you and, and doesn't and I've probably I have probably um installed and uninstalled probably three quarters of the apps that I've looked at just because, you know, they didn't exactly fit what I was looking for. Right, 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 right.
1: But that's the beauty of it, right? I mean, that's that's the beauty is that you can download it, you can try it out, and if you don't like it, it's okay, right? Like, yeah. You can just you can just uninstall it and then find something else. Or wow, look at this is great. I don't need you know anything else. This works just fine for me. You know. So I really encourage our listeners to uh, think about how you can incorporate technology into your recovery because you already are carrying around an entire library, worldwide library in your pocket or your purse on your phone. And um, just think of it like any other uh, app that you would use um, and go check them out and download them and find them. And then when you find cool ones, let us know. You know, let let your friends, let other people know in recovery, yeah, hey, this is a really good one, and I really like it, and share that with people, and let them know that, hey, um, this one is working for me.
0: Yeah, and, and every Tuesday on social media is Tech Tuesday, so I try to post something technology-related um, once That's a week, good. so... You know, if you guys let me know, comment, if it works for you, if it doesn't work for you, if if you found something better, you know, well, that just helps me get information out to other people about what's out there. I might miss something. Exactly, exactly. So, let us know and uh, thanks again for tuning in
1: to another Recovery Talks podcast and uh, we will uh, we'll be... We'll be talking with
0: you next time. Alright! Thanks everyone. Thanks.
1: Bye bye! Recovery works and recovery is possible. Uh Recovery works and recovery is possible.
0: Recovery works... Recovery is possible. Recovery Recovery is
1: possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible.
0: Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery is possible.